ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed the praise is for allah we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds Whomsoever Allah guides no one can lead this person astray and whomsoever Allah leads astray then there is no guide for him I bear witness that none has the right to be worshiped except for Allah who was alone with our partners and I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind Oh you who believe fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with and do not die unless you are Muslims. Oh mankind fear your Lord who has created you from a single person and from that person created his mate and from them to scattered countless men and women throughout the earth. And fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights. and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you oh you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct and upright in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement As to what follows certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion. And every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation. And every innovation is going astray, and every going astray is in the hellfire. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أكمل المؤمنين إيمانا أحسنهم خلقا وخياركم خياركم لنسائهم أبو هريرة رضي الله عنه نارد that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he stated, the most complete of the believers in faith are the best of them in character. And the best of you are those who are best to their women. This narration on the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam establishes the importance of having good character in al-Islam. For the Prophet ﷺ connected having good character to the completeness of one's faith. And this is something that we as Muslims should strive for and that is our faith being completed and being in a state that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with. And also this narration establishes the great importance of treating the woman with goodness and kindness. And it is not from al-Islam to belittle the woman and to be harsh with the woman and treat them in a manner that is un-Islamic. When we look at the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he was the most complete as it relates to faith. For no one's faith was stronger than the faith of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And for this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said about the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ and indeed you, O Muhammad, you are upon exalted character. And some of the scholars of tafsir mention that indeed you, O Muhammad, you are upon an exalted religion and way of life. What was the character of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Our mother Aisha radiallahu anha, she answered this question when she was asked about the character of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, فَقَالَتْ أَلَمْ تَقْرَى الْقُرْآنِ كَانَ خُلُقُهُ الْقُرْآنِ Have you not read the Qur'an? His character was that of the Qur'an. One of the outstanding aspects of the character of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was that he was a man who displayed gentleness in his dealings with the Muslims. When we look at the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and how he interacted with the people, we find that the origin of the character of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam 
was that he was kind and gentle with his companions. Allah Azza wa Jal, he mentions in Surah Ali Imran, verse 159, The Prophet was addressed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah, he said to him, by the mercy of Allah, by the mercy of Allah, you were gentle and you were kind with the believers. And had you been harsh and stern and cold-hearted with them, they would have left from around you. The scholars, they explain that the mannerisms of the Prophet ﷺ with the believers was one of tolerance and patience. And the Prophet ﷺ was not one who would easily become upset with the mistakes of his companions. Rather you find the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ being kind and gentle, being patient with the mistakes of the companions and teaching them the right way. Like when the man came in the masjid and he urinated in the masjid and the people they went to stop him and the Prophet ﷺ said, Da'uhu, leave him. And then after the man finished urinating in the masjid, the Prophet ordered that some water be poured over the urine and then the Prophet began to teach him the etiquette of the masjid in a gentle and kind way. Where is this gentleness amongst the Muslims in these days and time? Where is this mannerisms of tolerance with one another in these days and times when we make mistakes? Rather we find, unfortunately in many cases, that Muslims are quick to come down upon other Muslims for mistakes. And they are void of the affair of gentleness and kindness when dealing with one another. Yes, there are times when the Prophet ﷺ was stern with some of the companions. But this was not the origin. This was not his character in most of the cases. Rather, most of the cases, the Prophet ﷺ, he was gentle and kind with the people. So one of the affairs after the permission of Allah which brought success to the call of the Prophet Muhammad was that he was gentle with the people. And this was the reason after the success from Allah that the people they entered into Islam and the people they loved the Prophet Muhammad due to his mannerisms and his treatment of kindness towards the people. An Aisha radiallahu anha قالت قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الرفق لا يكون في شيء إلا زانا ولا ينزع من شيء إلا شانا. Our mother Aisha رضي الله عنها she mentioned that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that indeed gentleness is not found in a matter except that it beautifies it. And it is not removed from a matter except that it causes that matter to be disfigured and to be repugnant. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was described by the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِنَّ اللَّهَ جَمِيلٌ وَيُحِبُّ الْجَمَالِ Indeed Allah is beautiful and Allah loves beauty. This is not restricted to outward beauty. Even though in the narration the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was addressing the matter of outward beauty, but it also entails the inward beauty and the inward beauty is the character of the individual or the good character of the individual this is a part of the inward beauty so Allah is beautiful and he loves beauty so if we want to be loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is upon us to display good character and from good character is being kind and tolerant with the believers Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi yajma'een amma ba'd The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned Wa khiyarukum khiyarukum li nisa'ihim And the best of you are those who are best to their women folk Islam obligates the men to treat the woman with kindness and goodness whether the woman is a mother, whether the woman is an aunt, whether the woman is your blood sister or your sister in Islam or your daughter. We are commanded to treat the woman with kindness. And there is a stereotype that women are oppressed in Al-Islam. If a woman is oppressed in Al-Islam, or rather I should say if a Muslim woman is oppressed, then it is not the religion that is oppressing her. It is the individual himself who is oppressing her because Allah Azawajal commands that we live with the woman in kindness. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى وعاشروهن بالمعروف and live with them in goodness living with the woman in goodness is to live with them in kindness قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم خيركم خيركم لأهله the best of you men is the man who is best to his family وأنا خيركم لأهلي and the Prophet ﷺ said, And I'm the best of you because I'm best to my family. The Prophet ﷺ was not oppressive to the woman. Therefore, our character should be the same. Because he is the role model for every Muslim man. And be aware of not being gentle with those who are under your care from the woman. Specifically or anyone in general. We have the narration on the authority of Aisha radiallahu anha. Qalat kana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yuqul Allahumma man rafaqa bi ummati farfuq alayhi. Aisha radiallahu anha she mentioned 
that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to say, Allahumma, O Allah, man rafaqa bi ummati farfuq bihi, or farfuq alayhi kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, whoever is gentle and kind with my nation, then be kind to him. وَمَنْ شَقَّ عَلَيْهِمْ فَشُقَّ عَلَيْهِ And whoever is harsh with my nation, whoever is harsh towards the Muslims, then be harsh towards him. So if you are harsh towards your womanfolk without right, without justification, then know that the Prophet ﷺ has made dua against those who are unnecessarily harsh against his ummah. Be mindful, the dua of the Prophet ﷺ is answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't be harsh to your mothers. Don't be harsh to your daughters or your wives or your sisters. And this is whether they are your sisters by blood relation or your sisters in Al-Islam. Some of the brothers, they talk to the woman in a manner that's belittling because this is their custom of speaking to the woman as if they are insignificant. We don't find this from the character of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We have the narration on the authority of Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhumah. قَالَ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ إِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِكَوْمٍ خَيْرًا أَدْخَلَ عَلَيْهِمْ الرِّفْقِ Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anh, he mentioned that the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said that when Allah wants good for a people, He enters gentleness upon them. Meaning Allah Azawajal favors them to have gentleness and kindness in their character. This is a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He wants good for people. So we understand the opposite when we see that individuals are unnecessarily harsh. Individuals are stern without religious justification. Then this individual has been deprived of good from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when Allah wants good for a people, He enters upon them gentleness and kindness. And this is why you find that the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, they were the best of mankind. When you look at their character, they were kind towards their mothers. Like Abu Huraira was kind towards his mother even though she was a non-Muslim. And he was patient upon her and constantly encouraged her to accept Islam and went to the Prophet ﷺ to make dua for her. And eventually she accepted Islam. Kindness, gentleness. The Prophet ﷺ was asked, Man ahak bi birri? Qala ummuk. Qala thumma man. Qala ummuk. قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ قَالَ أُمُّكْ قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ قَالَ ثُمَّ أَبُوكْ أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم A companion asked the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم Who has more rights to my gentleness or my kindness or my good behavior? The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم He said your mother The companion said then who? The Prophet said your mother the companion said, then who? The Prophet said, your mother. 
the companion said, Din who? The Prophet said, Din your father. The mother was mentioned three times. And then the father. Why? Because the mother carries the child in the womb. In a state of difficulty. The mother gives birth to the child in a state of difficulty. And then the mother nourishes the child. And the father has nothing to do with these three matters. He doesn't carry the child, he doesn't give birth to the child, nor does he nourish the child. So the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the mother three times before mentioning the father. And who is the mother except for a woman from amongst the women? A man came, or a youth came to the Prophet ﷺ and said, O Messenger of Allah, allow me to commit Zina, allow me to commit illegal sexual intercourse. And the companions, they looked at this young man in amazement. Like how dare he ask the Messenger of Allah وسلم, for allowance to commit zina. But look at the wisdom of the Prophet He asked the man, are you pleased with someone committing zina with your mother? He said no. The Prophet said, likewise, the people are not pleased with you committing zina with their mothers. Are you pleased with someone committing zina with your paternal aunt? The man said, no. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, likewise, the people are not pleased with you committing zina with their paternal aunts. Are you pleased with someone committing zina with your maternal aunt? The man said, no. He said, likewise, the people are not pleased with you committing zina with their maternal aunts. Are you pleased with someone committing zina with your sister? The man said, no. The Prophet ﷺ said, likewise, the people are not pleased with you committing zina with their sisters. And then the Prophet ﷺ made dua for the man that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive him of his sins and purify his heart. And ask and purify his heart. And after that, the man never turned towards any evil. But look at the point here. The Prophet ﷺ was teaching him, treat the woman how you want your woman folk to be treated. If you want your mother to be treated with respect, and your aunts to be treated with respect, and your sisters to be treated with respect, and your daughters to be treated with respect, then it is upon you to treat the woman folk of the others worth respect because you will not be happy with anyone disrespecting your woman folk so do not disrespect the woman folk of others lastly Aisha radiallahu anha she mentioned that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam he stated inna Allah rafiq that indeed Allah he's gentle and he loves gentleness wa yu'ti ala rifq ma la yu'ti ala al-unf that indeed Allah is gentle and He loves gentleness. And Allah gives for gentleness that which He doesn't give for harshness or other than it. So if we want the, the provisions from Allah and the blessings from Allah, we can receive that by way of our gentleness. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who have good character. We ask, us, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who are kind and good to our women folk and to the women folk of others. 
We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for our shortcomings. أقول قولي هذا أستغفر الله لي ولكم وسبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك وأتوب إليك أقم الصلاة